welcome back to another episode of Because Mom Said So. Hello. Hello. I haven't even brushed my teeth yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Melissa well, TMI. It's still morning. Yeah. I slept at Maddie's last night and I don't have a toothbrush here. Oh, oh you're going to have to get one for there. <laughs> I usually bring it. Just use hers. We won't tell. <laughs> She'll never know. Ew. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I just, when I was in New York, I was listening to like the morning radio station. It's funny. It's, t- it's re- sort of related to what we're talking about. And the radio hosts were talking about, there was an article somewhere about whether or not it's okay to share like your spouse's or significant other's toothbrush. I'm like, what? Yeah, that was my reaction. Oh, I've used Greg's toothbrush before. Oh, oh I think I would do Oh, I could <laughs> never. I do that. Oh, that's one thing, Holly, I won't do. No. I've been pretty much open to do a lot of things, but I think that's one thing I will not do. Me neither. I could never. I didn't do it. I don't think I did it on purpose, but a couple of times, like when I change our toothbrushes, I would put them there and, I, and he's like, we have the same color. I'm like, yeah. So the housekeeper Uh-oh. would come and then clean and then she wouldn't put it the same way. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. It's funny because, all right, because that's my reaction, but then- one of the hosts was like, you know, I don't do it on a regular basis, but we have done it like we've been camping and someone forgets their toothbrush and then they're stranded. And then someone else said, uh, well, I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought about that. Another reason why not to go camping. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, I have a running list. And then the yeah. other person said, well, what's the difference? Because it's, you're kissing that person. So what's the difference between sharing a toothbrush and then sharing a kiss? Because you're, when you kiss, you're not like scrubbing the dirt off of the teeth. Like that's <laughs> what you do with your toothbrush. Ah, gross. Ugh, yuck. Unless you're taking your tongue and like rubbing it up against your teeth and stuff. That's totally different, okay. Holly. I can't agree with Stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I that that's a no no for me. That's a whole nother thing to use in nope. your tongue when you're kissing. Oh, I'm just so I don't want to go there. Oh, I'm just I just literally puked in my mouth a little bit. I know. Mm. And and peed my pants. Go use Greg's toothbrush to brush it out. <laughs> Oh. oh my goodness. Okay, so you're welcome for that story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks, Holly. That's a good story. Good morning. Good morning to you all. <laughs> okay, so I guess what's better, Melissa, not brushing your teeth or using someone else's toothbrush to brush your teeth? Like using someone else's toothbrush. Yeah, Ew, I think no, so too. Just use your put toothpaste on your finger and just keep scrubbing in there. Yeah, but it doesn't get in That's it. That's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Use, their, use dental floss. How many times a day do you guys brush your teeth? Seriously. Two. Two. Yeah, it's two. Unless I'm Are you kidding like- me? I- Jill does so Are many you- times. I brush my teeth. No less than six times a day. Oh my really? <laughs> six times? Yep. Like You're exaggerating. No, I, yeah, Holly. That's crazy. That's no, sometimes more. Wow. Yep. I do mine in the morning and at night 100% every day. But if I like get ready and go out like in the middle of the day, then like I brush my teeth then. Yeah. So it depends same. on the day, but I always do morning and night. It's a minimum two, sometimes yeah. more depending. Yeah. Oh my God. Mine's two. My dentist even said, you got to quit. Because my gums are receding. Yeah. He's like, be gentle. I'm like, well, I brush a lot. And I said, a lot. <laughs> He's like, you got to be careful. So there's yeah. good and bad to it. Yeah. 
It's almost like a bad obsession with me. Yeah. You know, I still have baby teeth in my mouth. Oh my goodness. I know. You have two, right? It was like hereditary. Yeah, from my dad. Why don't they pull them? Well, because they're right here and then I won't have teeth. And they were strong. I'm 55, 56 years old. They were strong for a long time. But eventually they're going to have to come out. But the problem is now. You're not 56. I'm 55. Yeah, I forget. Okay. But anyway, let's not talk about that. But <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, but now you know I'd have to get implants. Yeah, and you have to worry about the bone. You know your yeah. bone structure. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Oh, I just have have nightmares. I've told you before. My biggest nightmare is my teeth fall out. Like when you have that recurring nightmare at night. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's I'm going to be eaten by a shark. <laughs> oh, really? You're afraid of sharks? Oh. Well, don't go in the water then. <laughs> I <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> wow. We're a wealth of information this morning. I we are. are. <laughs> Look at the can of worms you opened up, Paul. Yeah, I don't know. About teeth. You don't need to Google anything. Just come to our Because Mom Said So. We got lots of answers and lots of opinions for you. It's so funny. You think you know so much about your friends and then you ask a simple question about teeth or toothbrushes and you discover so much more. Uh, Bam. Yeah. There Boom. it is. There it is. <laughs> there, there it is. So, Holly, did you receive your Haya vitamins? Yes. Very excited to receive them. Haya are children's vitamins. And it's spelled H-I-Y-A. Now, typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise because they want the kids to take them. They're filled with sugar and unhealthy chemicals and gummy junk that kids should not eat. That's why Haya was created. It's the pediatrician-approved super-powered chewable vitamin. Which is so good. The fact that it's so thoughtfully created. So while most children's vitamins are filled with Five grams of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. It can contribute to a variety of health issues. Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, just like what you were saying. And it tastes great and it's perfect for picky eaters. So that was part of my issue with my kids with trying to get them to take their vitamins. They did not like the taste of them. No, it was so off-putting. So having something that doesn't have sugar and it tastes good, it's like a win-win right there. Absolutely. And the beauty of Haya is it fills in most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they will love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. I mean, it's all right there, Hall. It is. It's all comprehensive and it's designed for kids of all ages and it's sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about, which is perfect. You know, I like to streamline everything. And you know what's so cute? (laughs) I love how with the packaging. I know. You I could, knew what you were going to say. Yep. The kids can decorate their bottles. And you know what? My, even though my kids are older, they love stuff like that. Like they make it their own. Okay, Holly. I love stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 
Yeah, the bottle's fabulous. It's actually bright yellow. It's beautiful. It looks like a little ray of sunshine and it's very durable. It has the stickers and then you fill it up with your vitamin pack. I love that. That's great. And you know what's so funny? William and I, I'm, I'm talking about specific people. We do a lot of, we're really into health and nutrition these days. I love that. I love I that. So he's taking a great initiative and he wants to be I think kids nowadays, they're just so thoughtful when it comes to what are they taking into their body and what they're consuming. Mm -hmm. And so for him, he wants to know what's in there. What is he eating? What what is he consuming? And so for vitamins, this is like an A plus. We're all about it. We're very excited. Yeah. Haya is a great vitamin for your children. Yes. It's a great product. I recommend Haya. So I hope our listeners are taking note of this. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamins. You can receive 50% off your first order. Listeners to claim this deal, you must go to HireHealth.com slash mom. This deal is not available on their regular website. So go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash mom and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Well, moving on to this week's episode, which has nothing to do with teeth. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> or toothbrushes. Oh, but look at my mug. I, I brought out my special mug. I, I don't know. know. That's cute. It's Super Mom. mom. Look oh, my cute. God. I love it. Isn't that great? It has all these different kind of moms with cakes and all of this now, type of stuff. Who bought you that? I'm embarrassed to tell you. I bought you it for yourself. I bought it for myself. I thought you were going to say the dogs bought it for you. Okay, I could tell you that too. Yeah, you could say that. Because <laughs> that would also be me. But um, so I was like, do you buy a, a mug for Super Mom for yourself? Or do you Hell wait yeah. for someone to get it? Absolutely. No, because if we waited, Holly, we'd be waiting forever for one of those. So exactly. I would buy one for myself too. If you like it, buy it. That's it. I need a new table because my big table that I have in my new place is going to be too big. So I said mm-hmm. to Kenzie, I said, do you need an idea of a birthday present? And I said, I want a really cute white table with pink chairs. And I said, I picked one out. She goes, oh, no. If Maddie and I are going to buy for you, we're picking it out. I was like, okay. (gasps) Little devil. That's cute. Now, where did you go to look for a table and pink chairs? I just found it online. It's on Wayfair. It was so cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wayfair has great stuff. I can't wait to see what they pick out for you. Me too. Mm. Yeah. Because your birthday's next week, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Oh. How old, Melissa, will you be? 54. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's great. Celebrate. Celebrate. How old are we, Holly? We're 51 or 52? You're 51, I'm 52. Thanks for letting me know how old I am, Holly. (laughs) We're a year apart. (laughs) And and Jill's 55, not 56. Isn't it funny we know? And I know your kids' birthdays. I think it's so funny. Yeah, we do know that. (laughs) No, we know. know a lot about each other. But we didn't know about teeth and toothbrushes. So now, now we know that now too. We do. Now we do. And now our listeners know as well. So our listeners, many of our listeners have grown up with us over the years. Some of our listeners were like high school students or college students when we were on Dance Moms. And now they're mothers. So now they're, they weren't our age then, but they are able to identify with some of the feelings that we were going through as mothers on the show. Yeah. So our topic, because some people, we do get questions quite often 
from other moms about how you handle certain situations. So our topic today is motherhood. Broad topic for us, but I just thought we'd have a, a you know a chit chat about motherhood. And I, I thought we'd start off with like just like when did you become a mom? And or and or how, when, how did you or when did you find out that you were pregnant? Let's go one step before that, Hall. Yeah. How did you guys always know, like when you were young, that you wanted to be a mom? Yes. That's why I didn't go to college. Oh yes, I just wanted to be a mom. Like everybody that went to college, and then they never used their thing because they became moms and didn't want. I I, I knew I didn't want to be a working mom, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like, why go to college and do all that when I just wanted to be a stay at home mom? That's why I didn't go. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I knew I wanted to be a mom, but I wanted to be a working mom. I wanted to be a super mom, Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. Like your mug, you know, I wanted to have my kids and my little van and I wanted to go to work and, you know. See, I couldn't see having like work and like send my kids to daycare or pay somebody to babysit them. I just... I never could get myself to want to do that. Like, even if it was my mom, like my sister worked and my mom watched her kids. And I just, I don't know. It was just weird. I never wanted to miss a moment, like, mm-hmm. you know, of them saying something new or taking a first step for, you know, anything. I just never wanted to miss anything. Now that I think back, I might change my mind on that, especially now that I'm divorced and I don't have like an education and like now I need a job. <laughs> You know, but you have a job. You're a mom. It doesn't end when your kids grow up. It doesn't. (laughs) Not financially, but it's rewarding in other ways. Yes. So think of that, ladies, whenever you're thinking on if you want to be a working mom or not. Think of the future. You never know what will happen. Mm-hmm. Might oh, need for sure. an income. That's a good point because you don't think that It really far. is. I, honestly, yeah. I just I never did. I never thought that far. Like, I never wanted to have a career. But now, like, I don't want to be dependent on a guy to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, stuck. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Those are great points. No. Those are and points I think we that are important to articulate to our listeners because mm-hmm. life is so unpredictable and you don't know. Yeah. We can have a whole conversation, which I think we should probably pick a topic about making transitions in life because I think we've all have done that. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, yeah. It's difficult. I mean, just as of last week, we're all moms of all adults. Yes. I was the last one that still had a baby, but she's still my baby. But, you know, it's really true, Kelly, when you're saying that, like, first of all, it's really hard, I think, these days for young people to buy a home and actually Uh. have us be a stay-at-home mom because prices are through the roof, you know, and I see like in California, these people with kids and little apartments with big dogs and they can't afford to buy a house, Yeah, you know, and and both the mom and dad both have to work. Well, families need double incomes just to make ends meet. Yeah. But how do you afford to pay for daycare and stuff? I mean, that's expensive too. You know, I mean, you have to make sure you have a good enough job to Mm -hmm. make it worth paying for the daycare and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You know? Otherwise, you're you're working to just pay for the daycare. You'd have nothing extra. Why, why right. do that? Right. If all my kids are nearby, I'd be more than happy to ha- set up like a little a Dr. Holly daycare slash school for their children. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Can I send mine? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd send my grandkids there. The more the merrier. Yeah. I'll be here. I have my little shingle set up and I'll go into <laughs> early childhood. I'll be more yeah. happy to do that. But you're right. It's very expensive. When I was actually a working mom in a school, part of like 
a good part of what I what Sally went for is tuition and or daycare. It was very significant, if not all. Yeah, for sure. But that's all I ever wanted to do was be a mom, but I also wanted to work. So, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I always, well, like I said, I always wanted to be a mom and I knew that I wanted to work until I became a mom. <laughs> and then I'm like, I, I want to stay home with my kids. I don't want to work. So I was really lucky. You know, I was lucky because we had a business and I brought both of the girls for like six months because I nursed them every hour. I would put them in the window and they would just, um, everybody would wave at them and, you know. <laughs> That's but, so cute. But, you know, I brought them to work with me because... You know, I, I love that. Because you could. That's Cause That could. was a great, that's a good plan. But, you know, some people aren't, I mean, most people aren't that fortunate. You know what I mean? To be able to take your child to work and not have to yeah. pay for daycare. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mm-hmm. great. You can mm-hmm. figure that out. When I was pregnant, I knew I was pregnant before I took a test and I was never pregnant. I, when I got pregnant, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. I knew it before I even took the test. Isn't that weird? Huh. With both of my kids. Randy yeah, always wow. could tell when I was pregnant too. He, he could tell because my butt got big. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it funny? If my butt got big, he's like, are you pregnant? And every time I was. It got That's... big like within the first month or two? Yeah. Like my yeah. butt just got weird. Yeah. It was weird. That's weird. So That's my friend so Meredith wild. said that about her husband. She was at the ATM machine and then she got back in the car and he goes, you're pregnant. And she's like, what? No, I'm not. And she was. Yeah. And it was her butt that gave it away? <laughs> I don't know. It's mine it was, yeah. That's so funny. Isn't that's that weird? wild. That yeah. is so wild. How old were you when you were when you became a mom? Do you remember? It, me? Were? Yeah. Any of you. I got married when I was twenty five and I tried for two years to get pregnant with Brooke and could not get pregnant. Really? Yeah. I could not get pregnant. Like I stopped drinking and everything. Like I, I would never have a drink, nothing. And it was my birthday. And I remember saying, you know what, I'm taking the weekend off. I'm going to have some drinks and stuff. We had a big party at my house. And that's when I got pregnant. <laughs> the, the one weekend I took off of just not thinking about getting pregnant. And that's the weekend I got pregnant. Wow. So don't don't concentrate too much on it. Baby. Yeah, that's it's, true. Just let that it you hear that all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was 27 with Brooke, 28 with Josh and 29 with Paige. So I had all three of my kids before I was 30. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's. That's good. And you were lu- and you didn't work, right? No. No. You were lucky that three kids kids are expensive. Well, I had three kids under the age of 3. Like I couldn't never afford daycare for three kids under 3. God, no. It was hard having kids that close that fast. Would you do it again? I don't know. You know, I think of that all the time. I love that they're so close in age because they get along so well. And like when friends come, like if Josh has his friends over, like my girls can go down because they're all like it within the same age. You know, they're all mm-hmm. within 15 months apart. They all get along really well. But I struggled as a mom having them yeah. that close. I mean, yeah. like you think about it, you have three under the age of three. Like when I went to the grocery and I had nobody to help me. So when I went to the grocery store, I had Brooke was the oldest. She would sit in the buggy part. Mm-hmm. Josh would sit in the little seat part. And I would have Paige in like a caboose thing, like one of those little things you hold them in. Yeah. Th- like there was no room for groceries. Like it was <laughs> just like everything you did was like so mm-hmm. difficult yeah, you because there wasn't prepare. one that could just like walk and be independent, you know? Were they all in diapers at the same time? The day I brought Paige home from the hospital, Brooke stopped being in diapers. Oh, and she what did a good it all girl. She what did it like girl. in a day. That's what Maddie did, the same thing. That was good. Yeah. But how about you guys? I was 
I got married at 27, and our first child, Riley, was born. I was 30. Okay. I was 30 years old. I was working. Erna was working. And we tried, you know, we planned. We waited a couple years and planned, and it was so exciting. And then 15 months later, Charlotte was born. So I had, you know, two, two under two, and that was, I don't regret it, but it was a lot of work. So I can only imagine three. Yeah. Let me just tell you, ladies, whenever you're nursing, the doctors tell you like, there's not a good chance of you getting pregnant. I did twice. I was, I nursed all three of my kids and I was nursing and got pregnant and like, wasn't trying both times. Don't believe them. Like, be careful. (laughs) You don't want to have too close. Be careful. Like, so you nursed basically for three years. Yes. Your boobs must have hurt when you they dried out. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Oof. And, and my boobs shrunk. Like, I used to have really nice boobs. I used to, like, have a size C. Now I'm an A. Like, they, it's like they sucked me dry. <laughs> See, mine's, mine was the opposite. I used to be a B, and now I'm a D. Huh. I yeah, hate I these big mind. boobs. Ugh. Holly, my nephew is in town. He has a one-year-old baby, a 12-month-old baby. And I just received my coterie diapers and wipes for him. He was in heaven. The packaging, the light airiness of them, it's nothing bulky, not like the old diapers we used to use on our kids. And we sound like we're so old, but, well, I guess because we are. But <laughs> Probably because we are, Jill. Yeah. Coterie diapers are beautifully packaged and a beautiful product. He's so happy. And I was so thankful to be able to share them with him. Oh, that's great. And, you know, if you have a baby with sensitive skin or even eczema, we know how difficult it is when they develop diaper rash. I know my kids suffered from that, even though I'm old. Some things never change. Exactly. Never change. So enter Pottery. Pottery diapers and wipes are made with the most gentle and safe materials to help keep your baby comfortable and at ease. Coterie is the highest performing diaper on the market for infants and toddlers with up to two times more liquid capacity and up to four times faster moisture wicking versus other brands. And you're right. she His little girl has a, a touch of eczema. Mm-hmm. And uh, so these are Perfect for any parent out there who's a little bit concerned, you must try the Coterie diaper brand. Exactly. And you know what? Parenting can be scary because parenting, you have to read all the labels. And let's face it, there are many questionable materials, a lot of baby products these days, and you want to keep your baby safe and protected without sacrificing the comfort. Like the comfort is key. So with Coterie, your baby can have both the cleanest and highest performing diapers with a comfortable feel. Yes. Coterie diapers are made with clothing grade material, giving your baby a cashmere-like feel so they're more comfortable for longer day and night. Yeah, they say your baby stays drier longer and Coterie parents have reported fewer nighttime diaper changes, which can lead to better sleep quality, not just for your baby. Oh, all around, But for you too. (laughs) That's right. Everyone's happy. Baby's happy. The whole family's happy. (laughs) Absolutely. They're dermatologist tested and use only the cleanest ingredients. Plus, Coterie Wipes are National Eczema Association approved. Yeah. That's great. That's a high endorsement. So forget about nighttime leaks and wet sheets and try the Rolls Royce of diapers. Coterie. 
Right now, Coterie is partnering with our podcast to offer you 20% off your first order plus free shipping. Go to Coterie.com and enter promo code MOM at checkout to get your discounted order today. That's Coterie, spelled C-O-T-E-R-I-E dot com and promo code MOM for 20% off and free shipping. Coterie.com, promo code MOM. I was 35 when I had Maddie and almost 37 when I had Kenzie, I think, or I was 37 when I had Kenzie. Yeah. How about you, Holly? I was um, 28, I believe, when I had EJ, 31. I just turned 31 when I had Mia and I was 33, about uh, 32, uh, going on 33. When I had William. So they're very close in age. Evan and I got married when we were 25. And we just wanted to, just like you guys said, wanted to wait a while and then travel the world and just get yeah, used to married life. And yeah, yeah so we it was save money, save money, just enjoy being like, you know, like once you're a parent, you're a parent. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And um, it's, you know what was so funny? And it's one of those questions. I don't know if anyone else had this experience. Like when I had, when we had EJ, like the world just was like so magical and we loved being parents. And I found out we were pregnant for our second child. I was just so worried. I don't know if anyone else had this feeling. I know. Yeah. Worried yeah. how about I, EJ? How, how much I can love. How this can I other. love another child? Right. Yeah. As much as you love that one. Yeah, because this child is just so amazing. Like the most amazing Mm -hmm. thing in the entire world. How could you love some other child just as much, another baby? And then then you had amazing Mia. Yeah, and it's like, oh my gosh, I did it again. (laughs) I'm like, I have amazing kids. I keep having all these amazing kids. <laughs> so you had to have a third, huh? Yeah, let's just keep going. <laughs> yeah. It is a beautiful thing. I was walking my dog and there was this cute family that I see all the time. They have three kids and they just have a little baby, little, little baby. And I don't know why I said this out loud because I think it all the time. I said, oh, I wish I was pregnant. I said, I want to have a baby so bad. And she goes, have one. I'm like, I'm 54 <laughs> years old. But I still, I don't know how you guys feel, but I still have that instinct. Oh, I would have another baby in a heartbeat. Oh, I would love to have another baby. I know that sounds crazy. It was the best time of my life. Like even being pregnant and being fat and ugly Uh and disgusting. It was, I loved it. Loved it. See, I never felt disgusting. I was big. I ate everything that wasn't nailed down, but I loved being pregnant. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I didn't love it. Really? No. I mean, I, did, I liked were you it. Guys, I, did you have morning sickness or anything? Nope. A little bit. I did. I, I, did, I did with not all my pregnancies. Yeah, I, I had extreme exhaustion, and yeah. but I didn't have much morning sickness, which was nice. I didn't have any Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. yeah. That's good. How about postpartum? No, I was fortunate. Not with any of the three. Yeah, I think I was okay with that too. Yeah, I, me I too. had it. I had it with Maddie. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Kurt dropped me off and said, see ya. And I was like, I never even changed a diaper. I had the best neighbors, thank God. And my sister came every weekend for like a year, but my neighbors would come, open up the blinds and throw me in the shower. They're like, get a shower, get a shower. You know, and it, it just lasted for a few weeks, but it was really difficult because I missed my mom. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably yeah. the biggest thing. I just wish my mom was with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I had really great neighbors. They were 
Oh, that is good. It's hard so you, being a first mom. You knew what you had. You knew it was postpartum. You knew you were in like a depression. I didn't know. My neighbors told me. Oh. They're like, you need to get moving. You need the sun. You need this. So they really helped me a lot. You know what, Melissa? I, I think because you didn't have your mom. Because when you become a mom, and no one can tell you until it happens, you appreciate your mom. Yeah. Like yeah. like no other when you yeah. become a mom. So mm-hmm. that probably was hard for you. Mm-hmm. I bet that's what happened. Yeah. That's good that you have neighbors to rally around you. But on a similar note, because the postpartum depression is such a significant experience that many face and a lot of people don't talk about. Um, and it's so smart that your neighbors realize that and could go into action. Well, yeah. What was like the best advice you ever got as a mom? I know. Don't worry about like cleaning up. Little things. Yeah. Little things. But I did it. I was so anal. I always wanted my house to be perfect. And I, thinking back, I wish I would have left it. But just let the kids have fun and don't worry about cleaning up and, you know, just enjoy Mm -hmm. them when they're little and don't enjoy them because they grow up fast. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about cleaning your house and making everything look nice when people come over, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I used to try to do that. And I think I almost lost my mind at some point just because I was so overwhelmed with stuff. And then I kind of went into like, you know, like I was so anal about like having like if I had a party, everything had to be perfect, like and amazing. And like I would stay up till four in the morning having it already. So everything was perfect. And then I just kind of got to the point once they were a little older, like I just didn't even do parties anymore. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, you know what? I don't have time for it. Like, I, I don't want to put the attention into that. So I just kind of stopped all that. So I don't know. I went from one extreme to another, which probably wasn't good. I had never had a medium. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I think for me, I was like, it's, it's really silly, but it, it put things in perspective for lots of things for my kids. It was when I was, um, EJ was in preschool, so he wasn't quite in kindergarten yet. And I remember we were fussing on the way, leaving preschool, going home. And it was cold and I wanted him to put on his jacket and he wouldn't put on his jacket. And I was like losing my mind. Like we're in the like the entryway of the school and the teacher stopped me and just, you know, took, pulled me aside. She's like, you know what? He'll put his jacket on when he's cold. <laughs> and it was just... <laughs> Whoopsie! She did. She did. And it was cold. Bam! Everyone else had a jacket on. <laughs> mind Because it, it was cold outside. Yeah. But it was just one of those things that for as a mom, like, you know, you obsess over every little thing about your children and being in control. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of those things as a mom, I had to learn, like, there are times that your children need to be able to control certain aspects of their life. Certain yeah, things, not everything. Right. And like, you're still a parent, so they need to know you're in charge and make the decisions. But there are certain things like, is it really that big of a deal that he doesn't have his jacket on from like the door to the car? Probably not. He'll figure it out. Yeah, he'll, live. he'll live. He'll live. And if he gets cold, he'll know to put that jacket on and if you were right. So it's one of those yeah. things that was just like a really good kind of moment. Like, why are you making yourself so upset as a mom trying to force an issue when basically if he just experienced it for himself, he'll figure it out on his own. Like yeah. it's not worth your aggravation to do. I remember that. you telling me that story before. I think yeah. that's a gr- that's a great story. It really is. So for me, that was it. Yeah. But there's more behind that. That story, probably every mom has a story like that. And it's about control. Mm-hmm. You wanted to you know, put your coat on. It's the right thing to do. And he just didn't want to do it because you told him to. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my kids wouldn't do something. I, I can't 
even think of an example, but because they wanted control over themselves and to show me, nope, I don't have to do that. <laughs> How about Charlotte with her tights? <laughs> oh, well, good, good example. Oh, she used to scream and fuss and cry. I'm like, oh, okay. She didn't want to put her ballet tights on. <laughs> oh, God. it. You know, best advice that I could ever give being a young mom is really slow down. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the coat not being put on or the beds being made or your carpets back. Enjoy their youth and their their baby, their toddler, because it it goes so fast. It does. I mean, and everybody says it goes so fast, but they're right. It just does. Time flies. I was crying last week because I'm just like, you know, it wasn't, I couldn't believe it. You that, that Kenzie turned 18. Yeah. And, yeah. And she needs me still, which is great. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, which is fabulous. And, you know, she called me every day on her trip, FaceTime me. I miss you, mommy. And, you know, she's really, really like the lovable kid of mine, you know. Um, but she's like, I want you moving out. <laughs> <laughs> But she doesn't yeah. really say that, but she does, you know, it just makes yeah. me sad, but it's happy well, too. Because they grow up, you have taught them to grow up and be self-sufficient. And of course we want our kids to want us, but better than that, we want them to be able to be out on their own and not need their mother. I think it's good for them to be self-sufficient. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And that would be my advice, my advice to a, a new mom, like everyone's at be present in the moment and also to cherish the people who are around you who will kind of be your village and supporting and raising your kids because they're not always going to be there. And so just to remember those moments when those people are there and there are things like I, I remember there was this moment with, um, oh my gosh. It was EJ and he had Barney birthday party and we had missed a moment of Barney singing or a picture with him. And I was such in a rush to get on to the next thing. And my mom wanted this photo and I was like, no, 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 we don't need it. We don't need it. And this, and I looked back, I was like, boy, I wish I had that photo now. Um, yeah. You know, I was in such yeah. a rush and I'd look back on, I was like, I should have taken that moment. Like my mom was trying to. Because your mom knew that someday you'll go back and want that picture. Exactly. She probably did that herself. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, just be mindful. And, and when people are giving you advice, don't think you know it all because you don't know it all. Right. And, you know, nobody, can no know one knows. Yeah. yeah. There's no manual for being a, a mom or, you know, being perfect. As, and there's no such thing. And, and what's mom. right for you might not be right for somebody else. So you true. Know? Like everybody's different. So you can't always go by just because you do it or they do it and it is right for their family. It might not be right for yours. So, yeah. Summer means school's out and the kids are back at home with a lot of free time. You've already booked the sleepaway camp and the outdoor camp, but what are they doing for the other 10 weeks? Go wild with wonder this summer without school. Enroll in a fun, flexible learning experience with over 140,000 online classes and camps for every kid and any interest. Okay, so for my parents out there, you know this is Dr. Holly chiming in because I'm all about education. (laughs) I love any opportunity where kids get to learn and have fun at the same time. And you know what? Even though it's summer, 
there's so much you can still be doing with learning experiences. So we want our kids out there learning. And without school, it provides that opportunity to do it from the luxury of your own home at your own convenience. And summertime doesn't mean it's just playtime. Summertime means you could be learning at your own pace, doing things that you enjoy and things that you want to learn about. And out school provides that opportunity for you. So parents, this is a great opportunity for you to take advantage of this service. Right. And I don't believe you have to drive them anywhere or take them anywhere. I mean, if they've already done their camps, you can be at home with this. So engage your mind. So children should be engaging their mind as well as being active and playing outside. It's great. That way there's no gap that, you know, kind of happens over the summer. And we always worry about, oh my gosh, now that school's starting, we've had this learning gap. You don't have to do that. Just kids learn at their own place. And without school offers the widest variety of classes. So kids are free to learn about anything they can imagine. From video game design and entrepreneurship to freestyle dancing and magic lessons. There is something for kids of all ages, grades, and all interests. Isn't that great? Our school empowers yep. kids with different styles of learning from live online classes to one-on-one tutoring so they can choose how they want to learn. Listen to this, Holly. How cool is this? OutSchool provides a learning environment that's fun, friendly, and flexible so kids can connect with teachers and kids around mm-hmm. the world through their shared passions. Isn't that awesome? I mean, that's really awesome. That's like having a global classroom. <laughs> like truly, yeah. that is so incredible to me. So you're you're really creating yeah. like a school environment or a learning environment that caters anywhere. Yeah, anywhere for your child based on what their interests are, based on how they learn, if they want one-on-one, if they want this global classroom with other kids around the world. It's so cool. It's really cool. It expands their community. Exactly. It doesn't just have to be your local school district or whatever. Yes. It can be anywhere all over the world. So kids have an opportunity to have a whole new community of new friends. Yes, love it. OutSchool will have your kids loving to learn and having fun doing it. Head over to outschool.com slash BMSS and use code BMSS to learn all about OutSchool's summer programs and save $15 on your child's first class. That's OutSchool, O-U-T-S-C-H-O-O-L dot com slash BMSS to save $15 on your child's first class. Outschool.com slash BMSS code BMSS. And like Melissa was also saying, motherhood changes. That's the thing I, I didn't realize. It changes like from age to age to age, <laughs> like, you know, developmental stage. It's not stages. The, it's yeah. not the same. And then you have to be ready to, you have to be adaptable. You can't be the same mother you were when your kid was a newborn, when they're a teenager or a young adult. It doesn't, motherhood changes as the child goes in stages. You change as a mom too. Oh yeah. And I, you know, I look back and I, I mean, when people used to say, oh, you know, when I had two little ones, I mean, they were 20 months apart. Oh, they're going to grow up so fast. They're, they're going to go through the stage. I'm like, yeah, right. You know, and I'm like, it, got, it went by so fast. Yep. Yeah. What's your favorite part about being a mom? What'd you say? Oh, gosh. I love all of it. <laughs> I'm proud of my kids. I tell people, you know, the best thing I ever did, and I haven't done great things in my life, <laughs> in, in my mind. Oh, my gosh. Are my kids. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm so proud always. And listen, they're not, they're great kids to, and they are great kids, but they're not perfect. No. But I'm just so 
proud of them. Mm-hmm. Every stage, everything they mm-hmm. do, you know, life is hard. Yeah. Yeah. And being a kid nowadays, being a teenager, being a young adult, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, it is. I watch them and I'm in awe. I'm like, I'm so proud of you guys. I know you guys feel the same. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess my favorite part, because exactly what you're talking about as well, is I love discovering who they are and what makes them tick. I get such a kick out of watching them become their own people because they're all, yeah. like we raised them, I think all the same in the same household, but they're just completely different people, different interests. So yes, we have like the same kind of foundation, but what they've done with it is so different. And I'm always like, just, it makes me happy. It makes me giggle. It makes me smile to see the kinds of things that they're doing. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's so much I would never thought about that. Or they're thinking about life. I'm like, oh, that's, I was just, I just find them to be incredibly fascinating people. Isn't it crazy how different they all can be? Yes. Just their personalities are just all so different. Yeah. When they were raised with the same people and it's crazy. I love that. It's funny because Maddie has come over and Kenzie and her have decorated Kenzie's place and like she calls Maddie, well, should I get this, this, this? And then she comes over and helps her place everything. And she goes, mom, it's going to be really good when she's on her own. She really needs that. And, you know, cause Maddie's like a 30 year old and she always has been, you know, <laughs> but um, it's so cute to hear their conversations. And mm-hmm. Kenzie got a cookbook from her boyfriend, bought her a cookbook for her birthday. And she was oh. like, mom, look at this cookbook. <laughs> That's and funny. So <laughs> I know. And it's funny. So I, made something the other day when she was in she facetimed me from cabo she goes are you using my cookbook mom and i was like no i'm not but (laughs) maybe greg might but you might (laughs) greg might use it i don't cook anything fancy but it's just really cute you know but i love the my favorite thing of being they still need me like Mm. we were just on the phone and maddie facetimed me she's like mom my stomach hurts what should i do and i have to you know she's filming so I told her what to do and she's like, okay. You know, I love that they call mom still. Yeah. Kids know? always need their mom at any age. Yeah. I, and that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. I still call my mom. <laughs> I still, yeah. I still, I'm like, I still call her for I wish I could. Yeah. I wish I, I could. My too. mom. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. know my mom's number. Isn't that funny? Three five four eight nine five seven. Isn't that funny? I and still have my mom's in my phone. Is that terrible? I don't no. have the heart to delete it. I feel the mm-hmm. same way. I have my dad's phone number. But my mom died 25 years ago, and I still know her number. Isn't that funny? Yeah. No. That is yeah. so great. weird. That is terrific. I think that's great. I really do. Yeah. I do. Hey, listen, the little things we can hang on to. Yeah. Yeah. That make you happy, you know? Exactly. Her question, how do you keep your sanity as a mom because you know there are moments that being a mom just makes you so frazzled and you're like there are crazy moments things that you say or you do but you're like how do you keep it all together any any tips you would give i don't know that i do (laughs) can i tell you something can i just tell you something that's really important and this is what i did because i had a time where i was in their stuff all the time like you know, I wanted to be involved, involved, involved. And I stepped back a little bit and kind of let them come to me. And boy, did it change our relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't asking them questions. They came to me, mom, guess what? Mom, guess what? And I, you know, I still stood at the door and listened to them talk sometimes when they were, you know, 
And Greg would say, stop doing that. I'm like, no, I love doing that. But I think when you step back, when the girls, are, when the kid, when your kids get to be teenagers and let them make some decisions, but let them come to you and instead of you mm-hmm. saying, oh, did you go out with that, that boy? Did you like him? What, you know, and questioning, let them come to you. And I swear to God, it changed my relationship with my girls mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Holly, that's that's the coat story. He'll put the coat on when he's cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They'll come to you when they want your advice or you know what I mean? They will let you know until then. At, you know, they're young adults now, but um lay off. Don't lay off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Right? And it's hard. It's hard as a mom to lay off your kids when you see them doing something. I'm like, oh, that's, they're going to regret that. <laughs> yeah. But you kind of have to let them make just mistakes to learn, you know. Make they their learn own. From that mistakes yeah you know, and yeah. and we can tell them but they still have to learn from their own mistakes you know it's, but it's always yeah. stages yeah it's also it's so funny the person who taught me that or who told me that was ej <laughs> he was like mom you're way too invested and you have to let her make a move about me i was like she has to figure some things out for herself even if you know what the right answer is even if you know what the yeah, right thing right. is you can't t- you can't live somebody else's life even if you like your attempts good you like you need to like mind your business <laughs> he was very nice about it yeah but he was very clear sure, yeah. he was good very clear about like he knew what i needed to hear as mom like you mean well you mean good you you know it's coming out of love he said but you need to let all of your kids live their lives yeah what a right. smart boy I know, like, that's great and then i yep. then i started calling melissa <laughs> And I said, hey, Melissa, I'm going oh, crazy. Yeah. So I think you have to find people in your in your village yep. who you can rely on, you can vent to, you can process things to make yep. sure that it's not just you. Because sometimes I think you do feel like, am I going crazy? Is it just me? Am I blue? And so you need people can kind of keep things in perspective that you trust. For sure. And, and get it. Yeah. So that's how I come to it. And I pray a lot. <laughs> too but yeah and I also go to my mom a lot still I still go to my mom a lot for a lot of advice because I just don't know yeah that's good no you know what's funny I go to my mom a lot too and you know my mom is like us I mean we learn from our mothers sometimes she's all up in my business I'm like mom back (laughs) off I will let you know I mean it's so funny Uh, the transition of I do the same to my kids and my mom does it to me you know, yeah. but it's, we all have yeah. to learn. It's it's just life lessons. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. What is something that people didn't tell you about becoming a mom? Is there anything that you're like, someone didn't like, no one told me this was going to happen or no one told me this part of motherhood or. I didn't think I would worry so much. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it would always be a constant worry. That mm-hmm. is exactly right. Because yeah. when they were babies, you worried, are they are they sleeping? Are you giving them enough nutrients? It's always a worry at every yeah. stage. And, and then when they're older. And it never goes like, away. Yeah. No matter what age they are, you are always worried about mm-hmm. them. Do you know when um, I had a nanny who, Dee Dee, who I just loved. So she watched the girls after, you know, at the house, just part time when I worked. But I had a, a basement that was cement outside, cement steps that went down. I would call her every day, make sure the girls don't go by the cement steps, make sure. And she's like, oh my gosh, 
They're not going to, honey. They're not. Every day I would call her. <laughs> finally, finally, my neighbor built um, like a thing on top so you could just walk over top of them, <laughs> like a wooden thing. <laughs> I drove everyone crazy about those cement steps. I was always so worried they were going to fall down the cement steps. Hmm. Uh, yeah. It's funny because you do get these insane or like these really, I don't want to say strange obsessions, like things that just you start to worry about, like that is, you're fixated on it. Like, and you're like, that's, yeah. that's my concern. And you worry about, like, I worry every time my kids get in the car. Like, I just worry about, like, y'all drive safe. And I'll tell them, like, they're, my usual thing as they leave, I was like, okay, be safe, make good choices. <laughs> I say that a lot. Like, make sure you make good choices. Be a good friend. I, mean, I still say that. And then sometimes they laugh. They're like, yep, we're making good choices. And we're going to be a good friend. Okay, bye. But those are just some of the things. Yeah, but it resonates. They yeah. remember that. It resonates. That Even helped. they've heard it a million times, yeah. you still have to say it. Yeah. I think no one told me that I would never probably get a good night's sleep again. And so when I, <laughs> yeah. so when I do <laughs> get a, a good, good night's sleep, I feel so refreshed and it feels so good because yeah. it's so rare that I do because I'm always worried about them. Yep. It's nice. Yeah. Maddie FaceTimes me sometimes and we fall asleep over the phone together Aww. when she's just, you know. Because she's by herself a lot when she's shooting yeah. stuff. And so she'll FaceTime and literally I can hear her dog falling asleep because he's with me, like his little lips, how he does it. And <laughs> then I can hear her her breath getting different, you know. Uh, but the one time I woke up in the morning at like 6 a.m. and we were still on FaceTime. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's funny. You don't get a good night's sleep because it's always something you're worried about. And, with, you know, with three of them. To, you know, more than yeah. it's not just one kid you worry about. Sometimes yeah. I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm like, now what was on my mind again? Oh yeah, I have to. You know, and I I refresh the worry. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, how weird is that? That's, that's oh yeah. yeah. Is Charlotte gonna make her flight? Is Kendall gonna pass her exam? Is Riley? You know, I it just it's always something. You're always right, something. Funny. And I also, yeah. the other thing, I don't know if anyone else has this, like. You can never go to the bathroom, or it's very rare that you have peaceful time going to the bathroom. Like I go to the bathroom, and that's usually the time that everyone needs me. I get a phone call, yep. or someone's yeah. knocking on the door, or I'm about to get in the shower. It's just like it's like that magical space. I'm like, okay, I'm in the bathroom. No one's gonna bother me, and it's like, nope, that is the time. People are like, <laughs> and and how about the dogs? Oh, My dogs. Own. You, and, you and, have- and the cat, everybody will be in the bathroom. <laughs> I'll too. be in the shower yeah. and Erna will peek in. He's at, you know, yeah. and he, he'll open the door and he'll be like, yep, you got everybody here. <laughs> two dogs, two cats. <laughs> For real. Yeah. That takes me to where you had asked a couple minutes ago, Holly, about what you do to keep yourself calm mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think everybody, every mom should take, even if it's 15 minutes out of the day, to have some alone time, mm. whether it be go take yeah. a bath, you know, and your husband have the kids or what, whatever it is you like to do, sit and read yep. a book for 10 minutes or whatever. Every day, take that 10, 15 minutes out just for you. And you would be surprised how much that kind of just lets you all regroup. Yeah. That's you know? a great strat. That's well, And you know what? What's 10, 15 minutes? I think you deserve. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's going to the bathroom yeah. or whatever, just whatever, whatever you yeah. want to do for that 10 minutes, just do it just by yourself. I think that's a great. Yeah. I remember when I was a new mom, someone told me this and it really worked. When the baby sleeps, you sleep, especially mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it really did work. I mean, yeah, because yeah. even you know, though and- you have like 10 million things to do, just ignore it. Yeah. And go Nap- to sleep. 
Mm-hmm. Daytime nap, daytime naps are great for yeah. moms. I mean, yep. just do, don't Does be a wonders, super mom. Yeah. Take care of yourself. That's the best thing you can do for your, your children. Yeah. Because if you're tired, you lose your patience, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're up all night feeding or whatever, then you, you are exhausted. So you're going to lose your patience a lot faster mm-hmm. than you would. And I have to tell you, let me ask you girls this. Did you let your kids sleep with you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just for a little, just when they were baby babies, newborn, maybe less than a year, they used to come into the bed, but oh, I, I tried real hard not to. Oh, my kids, my were kids never I slept so in tired. cribs. Never slept in cribs, my kids. I mean, it is what it is. And I'm, I, you know what? I enjoyed it. So, and they're fine. I, I mean, did too. I loved it. Yeah. Same. I would get so tired. And when you nurse, Mm-hmm. The husband doesn't have to get up with the baby. I would be so tired getting up. So I would just lay her there. And if I, it was time to feed her, I would just like hold my boob out and feed her. I didn't have to get up, get out of bed and get, ugh. Yeah. Because when I get out of bed, especially in the winter when it's cold out and you get cold, then I would have such a hard time falling yes. asleep. Like once I'm up, I'm up. Yeah. So I, I found that if I just lay in bed and she's right there, it, it was easier for me to fall asleep again no, that's a good one my ex-husband never helped me like i mean he would never wake up in the middle of the night goodness but if greg would have been their dad like i mean he's their dad he would have been the best dad like i wish he and i would have had a baby together because he's just you know he does everything for the girls and mm-hmm. and me yeah how do you deal with mom guilt if you've ever suffered oh. from mom guilt because i think that's a big question for some people so if you have any if you've suffered from mom guilt how do you handle that since we're talking about motherhood maybe i have up. lots of mom guilt i have lots Cry. of mom guilt <laughs> i need somebody to give i need somebody to answer that question for me because i deal with that all the time mm-hmm. well so I, I i need I do some tips too. on that i don't think you're alone i think we all have guilt but it's because we just want to make sure we did or do the right mm-hmm. thing you know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes I'll say no to something. I'm like, oh, is that the right decision? And then I feel guilty if, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. You just have to follow your heart, I guess. What do you yeah. think, Hall? Oh, for me, you know, I deal with mom guilt all the time. And we were traveling for the show. I felt tremendous mom guilt, leaving yeah. my boys behind and my husband. And like, I didn't want my boys to think that I, I loved them any less or I loved Mia more. Or I, I worried about missing out on Yeah milestones and there were so many milestones that I did miss out for them, which made me feel incredibly guilty more so because I didn't want to damage our relationship because I didn't want them to think I was favoring one kid over the other. So that tremendous guilt over that. And it's taking a long time to get over that. And I just so thankful for the gift of time to spend more time with them. But I also sometimes feel like there are people I get, there's, they're like mom shaming. We could probably do a whole segment on that but but I just I didn't get guilty about that because so many people have judgments about what you should do as a mom like you should do this I'm watching kids have screen time right I didn't want my kids to do this at this age and you know and I think that you just you just have to know what's right for you and your kid and you can't listen to other people and I think a mom knows what's right for her own child like yes like I I and, and people might argue with me on that, but I, I think you know your child and what's good for them and what's not. Like I said before earlier, what's good for my kid might not be good for yours or what's right for yours might not be right for mine. Right. I think as a mom, you have that gut instinct and you know what's right for your kids. Exactly. And it's funny. So um, with me getting my own place here in L.A., I was like, I don't want one of the kids to be sad that I was closer to the other, you know. 
It's so funny. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't be closer to Maddie. I can't be closer to Kenzie. And isn't that so weird? I mean, that's, they're old. They don't need me. I'm, but I'm a half mile to both of them, just to let you know. <laughs> half a mile. I can walk to get both dogs. <laughs> You're equidistant. That's very good. That worked out perfectly. So, mm-hmm. so to all of our followers, we all suffer from mom guilt. We all do this. Motherhood yes. is a universal um, experience for those of you who are moms out there or thinking about being a mom. It's a lot of work, but it is has so many rewards. Yeah. Yes. And I just want to say, I don't want grandbabies for a long time, but I can't wait. <laughs> like yeah, 10, yeah. 10 years. I feel the same way. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Because Mom Said So. Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. You can ask us questions or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Tune in next week because I'm a mom and because mom said so.